random topics, unfiltered conversations, and everything in between. This is 10SE. Hello, welcome to the 10-Day Social Experiment Podcast. I'm Jeremiah. And I'm Dharmaraj. And today is our actual 8th episode. Yeah, can't believe it. It's mm. been so, like, time flies. <laughs> yeah, we surpassed the whole week yeah. of constant content and it has been a good trip. Yeah, and then today, a few days ago, I think we reached a milestone. Yeah. Uh, we actually passed 100 plays. 100 plays. And I think that may, may sound insignificant mm. in the grand scheme of things, but mm. I think it's a good milestone for us to... Like, yeah, 100 up. listens is actually a milestone, no? Yeah, yeah. so thank you for everyone who's actually listened to this, yeah. shared it around and all this. Uh, we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank you for the support. Yeah. So, in line with that, let's do the eighth. What are we doing today, Dharma? All right. Today we thought we're gonna like kick it down a notch. We're gonna talk about stuff that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. Talk about movies, books, and video games. Mm-hmm. So, um, we thought of talking about just like, uh, since we are no connoisseurs, I mean, uh, in any or experts in any of these fields, we just talk about what we like and why we like it personally. Yeah. So, uh, let's start with movies, maybe. Mm. So, do you wanna go first, or should I? Yeah, sure. Right. To me, right, uh, you know I'm a veteran movie watcher. Yeah, definitely. I watch a lot of movies and I, I really love movies. Yeah, I love yeah. watching movies. Yeah. And series lah. Yeah. Videography in general. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a bit hard for me to pick one. Mm-hmm. But if you'd come down to it for this episode, I would pick uh, A Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the movie? I love the movie. John Nash. John Nash is the character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the movie. You know, why not? Because, yeah. first of all, uh. the whole theme of it. Uh. I'm not sure, but it was... Uh, made after a book uh-huh. Is it? it I, I think it was a book though It was a book? Yeah I think I'm, I'm not, not sure. so sure about that Because uh-huh. I'm not much of a book guy uh-huh. I'm more of a movie guy uh-huh. So I like the whole story uh-huh. The whole story And the whole concept of uh, Psycho You know Psycho The psychosis of Psychosis the and uh, uh-huh. schizophrenia and yeah, 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 yeah So I like uh, movies That actually relate to uh, Mental illness And uh, mind, yeah. mind bending movies Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think this may be one of the first mind bo- mind uh, bending movies that I've watched, uh. Uh, and then that is partly why I like lah. Uh. So that is the reason why I like this movie. This whole story, right? Do you know the story? So John Nash mm-hmm. is basically um, he's a mathematician, okay, of some sort, lah, mm-hmm. or physician. I, I know a mathematician. Mathematician. Yeah. Right? He was a mathematician at his uh, well-renowned school. Uh huh. Okay. Some schools for just scholars or something yeah, like that. Was it Harvard? No, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I can't remember. This I can't remember that much of the details. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember that I, it was you know, one of the best movies I watched. Yeah, yeah. As of current, like now, like because it's unscripted, I mm. don't really remember much about the details, the like, name mm. of the school and all that stuff. Mm. So basically, in this movie, mm-hmm. so John Nash, mm-hmm. he's uh, kind of not a socialist, like so he's not very good with people. Yeah. Uh, okay. So he's mostly alone and stuff. Like yeah. That. Okay. But he is. He has a great mind. Uh-huh. Damn smart. Uh huh. But they also like do you know like some movies where there's the nerd and there's also the frat boys yeah huh? where the cool uh, jock kids or yeah, something yeah. like that. the so, lads uh, the lads lah <laughs> so the lads for this movie huh? were also smart because this is a smart school right? yeah yeah so they also were smart but they also like you know playboys and well popular people in the school yeah. and stuff and normally they pick up on the people who are like Nash lah uh-huh. John Nash so the thing is throughout the whole movie right. Uh-huh. So to the listeners who never watched the movie, uh-huh. you ahead is you will be listening to spoilers. Okay. So if you wish not to get some spoilers, maybe 
you could just skip 5 seconds <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's enough <laughs> maybe like 2 minutes 2 minutes yeah. uh, or so or something like that yeah. okay so basically in this movie right john nash uh-huh. since the beginning of the movie uh-huh. he will have a roommate okay okay which the name i do not remember now uh-huh. okay so the whole movie will progress with him and roommate lah uh-huh. so they have talks and then uh, the roommate will actually help him uh, go through yeah. uh, stuff lah yeah. obstacles that he go through uh-huh. when he is um trying to solve this theory that he has yeah okay uh, and then he also ends up marrying getting married oh okay and uh, he'll find uh, the love of his life uh-huh. in the school, so called school and also he'll get married and stuff like that uh-huh. so the thing is right uh, throughout the whole movie you won't know that he has uh, schizophrenia yeah so through, until the end of the movie mm-hmm. uh, so like the whole movie the roommate does not exist mm-hmm. uh, it means like he, the whole movie you'll be watching him talking to this person and then like there's a lot of scenes you know mm. like too many scenes with that person mm. and in the end you'll find out that person doesn't exist <laughs> and then like when he got married then mm. he'll start to uh, think about like people uh, sending him letters uh. the government sending him letters to be like people are watching him some uh. sort of that but in the end it was all just a lie like i mean like it's all, all, this, head, like. all in his head so that twist right mm. is what i like about mm. it because i like movies that you cannot predict Yeah yeah uh, I hate movies that you can predict yeah. because I feel if I can predict the movie mm. let's say I'm sitting on the movie and watching 10 minutes mm. if I can see the ending already mm. and that means you feel as the movie mm. okay because I don't like to see I don't like to know where the movie is going yeah yeah I so watched a movie like this recently like, something that you can predict a lot of movies are there yeah yeah, yeah yeah I watched one and I, I don't want to name it because mm. it's a very popular movie oh, a lot of people ah. come after me if I oh, say but <laughs> it was a it was a I don't know if you mentioned it's a Tamil movie. It's a Tamil movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? But uh, I'm not going going to say when I watched it so mm. people can. Uh, mm. <laughs> but uh, it was very predictable. My close friends were you know because I went with them. Mm. It's very predictable. Within like the first 15 minutes, you can sort of know where the movie is going. Mm. And after that, the experience becomes boring. Mm. Right? Yeah, because you already know where it's going. It's pointless yeah. sitting down there. Yeah. And watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that is why I love movies like this, like mm. A Beautiful Mind, Shutter Island, mm. things that you cannot. predict yeah. that's what makes a good movie for me la. definitely mm. that's a surprise factor la. yeah surprise factor nice what about you okay my favorite movie has to be I think you know this la, The Godfather mm. Mm. I love The Godfather trilogy I've watched it like so many times but the last I've watched it was like a few years back la. I like I used to have the time to be able to sit down and watch like you know uh, part 1 and 2 and then have a break and watch part 3 I wish we had those times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah so I love The Godfather I think my favorite is probably Godfather 1 followed by 3 and then 2 So one it gives the whole outlook of the family the Colion family mm. uh, the Bazinis the Tatalias and all this wow. and uh, so it's it's just Don Vito Colion as the godfather and his son uh, Michael Sani and his sons like Michael Sani and uh, Frido mm. as these his children and they are sort of in the game of the the god I mean the whole gangsterism but um except for Michael mm. uh so then he's Michael gets into it later for some events that happen and uh, and he gets into the game and eventually Michael becomes the godfather mm. instead of Sunny and Fredo even though they were the ones that were first in the game lah mm. uh Sunny actually dies spoiler alert <laughs> if you haven't watched this mm. Sunny dies and uh, that's the reason where and Fredo is uh, sort of incapable mm. so Michael becomes the godfather mm. and you can see the very dis- the disparity between Vito Colone and Sunny Colone as uh, sorry Michael Colone as a godfather is very different because Vito operates by a law a law a principle he has laws like um, you know like you shouldn't uh, he has this this very uh, black and white is he's not a gray figure la. he knows what's right and wrong mm. and he does it in accordance with his 
Sicilian mm. uh, roots belief. Mm. Uh, but but Michael is not like Michael is more ruthless. Mm. Michael is more cunning. Mm. And uh, that and I like the way they showed the disparity. Mm. There's one scene in particular I enjoyed. Right? It's the scene where I think Michael was uh, being godfather to one of his uh, nephews being baptized. Mm. Nephew or niece? I can't remember. I think it was nephew. Um, so he's being baptized and they show the scene of this baptism mm. and at the same time Michael is plotting uh, to overthrow all the other families the Tatalias the mm. Bazinis and all to become like the leading family mm. there was five families in New York basically mm. la, the Italian families who control the mafia mm. so he while he's like basically murdering the other mm. uh, heads, heads mm. they interpose that scenes mm. with scenes of this baptism mm. So in a way like it showed me like it was at first time I didn't watch it and get it lah but then after I watched the second third time I started to understand that this was showing like Michael's own baptism into his father's world mm. and showing that he's doing it in a much more ruthless way than his father did. and it was showing that scene like so beautifully interposed with each other as people die there's this baby being like baptized and it was a very nice moment and I really mm. like it. and plus there's a lot of lessons in the movie that they teach mm. like uh, you know the quote the famous quote um, keep your friends close but your enemies closer mm-hmm. and stuff like this that I really enjoyed la mm. during this this moment I mean that's why I like the godfather as you told me about this godfather story right uh-huh. it sounds pretty similar to peaky blinders don't you think yeah definitely because peaky blinders is of course the story of peaky blinders in uh, what what the where's where are they from birmingham uh-huh. birmingham right mm. little uh, li- small heat small heat. Mm. so yeah it's very similar because they're both technically gangsters mm. <laughs> no as in similar uh-huh. as in like There's Michael uh-huh. and there's this an incapable brother uh-huh. and there's the guy that uh, Oh yeah. Huh? Huh. Yeah, not to mention it like, huh. like not to spoil Peaky Blinders because Peaky Blinders is relatively new uh-huh. compared to Godfather. Yeah. But uh yeah, that that you know, uh Tommy, uh-huh. he, uh, Tommy um Chubby, uh-huh. he's the capable brother and uh-huh. then his brothers are incapable uh-huh. and No, yeah. the incapable brother is Arthur. Arthur, yeah, yeah. Uh, Even though he's older, he uh, doesn't take over the mantle, uh, right? Because he's crazy. Yeah, he's a bit like, nuts. Messed, messed in there. Messed up, right? And Michael is Michael, lah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael, yeah. They even take the name, right? Michael, uh, Michael uh, Shelby. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because he's not supposed to be part of the movie. Later on, he's slowly becoming. Ah, uh, right? interesting. No, it'd be surprising if in the end Tommy dies uh, and Michael becomes the new one. Uh, then he's exactly like the Godfather. Yeah, yeah. But with a small heat flavor. <laughs> small. Uh, what flavor? Small heat. A uh, small heat flavor. <laughs> yeah. English things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that's uh, that that wraps up movies, I guess. So, so what is the next category? Yeah, let's let's go to like uh, books next, lah. Mm-hmm. So as you know, like I'm a, I'm a big book guy. You know it. <laughs> yeah, I read a lot. Like I mean, I don't I don't read as much as I would like to, but I still consider myself a reader, lah. Yeah, I do see you. Now not with a book, but with a iPad that is that is uh, showing you a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Galaxy Tab A. <laughs> I use this. Shout out, Sam. Yeah, sh- yeah. I use this app called Moon Reader Plus. It's very, it's a nice mm-hmm. app. Mm-hmm. Yes, the pages turning and all this. Mm. I like. To- does it have that sound? That, that page no. turning sound? No. I think it does, right? I think. You know, I think probably it does, but I just like mm. don't use it, lah. I, I think keep that the bare effect. Because I never liked e-readers actually. Mm. I've always been a more of a book person. Book, right. Because the smell I like of books. To smell books. Yeah. yeah, I like smell. I like books. to smell, touch the paper in my hand. Mm. But recently, I've not been able to like get so many books mm. as I as I you know want. Because mm. one of my sh- favorite shops closed down. Chipley. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shop in Kaya Central. I think it's a name shop. It's a very small, little, rustic. <laughs> Dharma's favorite. Dharma's favorite bookstore. Book <laughs> yeah. So the one, and then that's why that's why I started e-readers lah. But anyway, we are going to like talk about like our mm. favorite books. Mm. So, what's yours? Me. As you know, yeah. I'm not much of a 
book reader uh-huh. but I do read books yes. but more towards stories uh-huh. and not like self help uh-huh. and stuff or mm. business related mm. uh, I I think the only business related books I read are the ones that my brother Norman bought mm. Mm. I did, I've never purchased a business book lah mm-hmm. but I've purchased a lot of story books mm-hmm. and uh, I would say my favorite book right I would say my favorite book series mm-hmm. is Harry Potter yeah that's the way because as you know <laughs> I uh, I like all this like sci-fi, you know, fantasy, fantasy fiction uh, stuff, right? Uh, and uh, you know, uh, Harry Potter hit hit the lanes, lah. Uh, it just right up in the lane, and then plus, I read it when I was young, uh-huh. so it actually uh, was impacted my childhood. That's nice. Mm. Like like that that's part of Harry Potter that you like grew up with the character. Yeah, we grew up with the character. Uh, and another thing is uh, when the books came out, we usually get it straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you as well, right? Actually, in a very interesting. I didn't mm. read the book first. You watched the movie first. I played the video game first. Oh, you played the video game <laughs> yes. first. I played the video game first. So I played Sorcerer's Stone first uh-huh. on PS One, uh-huh. and uh, I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't aware. I mean, I know it's a book, but I wasn't aware that it would be the phenomenon that it was. Like, I actually got it after I played the game. Mm. Then I started from there, Sorcerer's Stone, and I, I was hooked from there. Mm. So like, Harry Potter. Right? What's your like of all the Harry Potter books? Which one is your favorite? Of all the Harry Potter books, which one is my favorite? Mm. I would say Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, why? I like, I like Sirius Black. <laughs> I yeah. like the whole uh, relationship between Sirius Black, mm. and I like how uh, the backstory of uh, Harry Potter's uh, parents uh-huh. is somewhat told in uh, during that time. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole Sirius Black, uh, Voldemort. Yeah. Hey, Voldemort. Uh, Voldemort also lah. Uh. Voldemort, uh, Snape, uh. and then uh, parents, uh. the Harry Potter's parents, and then also. Um, What's this again? Remus. Remus Lupin. Yeah, Remus mm. Lupin and all that. That whole Peter cult, Pettigrew. I mean, that, uh, the group. Like. The group they had, uh, right? Uh, in the tree there. Uh, and that whole story was nice for me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like yeah. that backstory. It adds more depth to the Harry Potter series. Yeah, yeah. and it also explains like the Patronuses. Yeah, Patronuses. Uh, yeah, it explains a lot. That's the book that explained a lot. No, it yeah, yeah. a lot of dots. Mm. Yeah, I love that book also. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's your favorite book also? No, it's not. But I mean, I, of course, I love the Harry Potter series, but I wouldn't name it as my favorite book. Mm. It's something that shaped my childhood, obviously. No, I seen like... In oh, the Harry Potter series. Harry Potter series. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I don't have a favorite from Harry Potter series. Yeah, it's like very what? hard for me to name. Yes, sir. Yeah, because each book read like tells a different like story. And like for example, Deathly Hallows. Mm. Right? It wrapped up the whole series in a very nice way. Mm. It explained the concept of Deathly Hallows and uh, and also the future and the future. Yeah, the mm. the children of mm. uh, Ginny and Harry and all this. Mm. And the same time, I like uh, you know the Chamber of Secrets because. It has its own little quirky little tales mm. with um, the guy Quirrell, mm. the professor of dark arts. Mm. So each book is like something so special to me. I can't like choose one. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I don't know why. I just vibed with. Uh, Prison Escape. Prison Escape, nah. Mm. Especially Sirius Black. Mm. I vibed with it. The whole uh, Godfather figure. Yeah. And then you know he has nobody in his life, and then suddenly he found this. Relative, yeah, yeah. And then like he gave him the most fastest broom. Yeah, weapons with like uh, super rich. So who who he? Yeah, yeah. So because no, he uh, yeah. Sirius Black. Sirius Black had money. Says money, but is the money is from um, the parents, right? I think so. I don't know. And he's supposed to give it to Harry Potter or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the guardian or something. Ah, he's right? guardian or something. Yeah. So that is uh, my favorite book, lah. Yeah, that's mm. nice. So okay. I assume that Sirius Black is your favorite Harry Potter character, lah. Sirius Black is my favorite Harry Potter character. Nice. Next to Harry Potter, lah. <laughs> Alright. Mm. So uh, what about you? What is your favorite book? Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously I love so many books. Like choosing a favorite book for me is like choosing a favorite child. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for me to choose one. Mm. But I have to choose one, right? If I had to name one, um, it's super hard. Like oh. I love Harry Potter. I love uh, you know, every, Lord of the Lord of the Rings, and all this. But let's say I had to choose one, I'll just choose this. It's a book called The Little Prince. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? No. 
it's written by a guy called uh, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Mm. Wow, <laughs> it's a French guy and it's French name. I'm very likely saying this wrong, mm. but it's it's a it's a very lovely story. Like, I'll give give you some uh, details about it. Mm. So, it basically starts a story. Uh, I I read it like few years ago. And it's one of those books right that I feel people should read when they are child. It's what I'll probably do to my kids if I have kids one day. I give him when he was when uh, or he him or her when when she's a child mm. and uh, give it again when I'll tell her to read again when you're an adult mm. and later when you're in your you know grown like your 40s or mm. I feel that it's it's a, it's a book that someone should read in three stages of their life. Mm. Because you find different meanings. The different meanings yeah, yeah. yeah and I'll tell you why. So mm. the first the I mean the story starts with uh, this this basically he writes about himself mm. uh, Mr. Oxopery that he's a pilot mm. which he actually was he was mm. pilot. and uh, so some sort of autobiography uh well not really because yeah it's very it's a lot of fiction mm. but the first part it's the only true part of it is probably is that he's a pilot like mm. so he crash lands in this desert mm. and he meets this young boy mm. who the book describes as this very young golden haired little boy mm. and uh, i forgot the exact dialogues and all this but he comes to the knowledge that this guy is a prince okay the, the kid yeah mm. so and they tell the story that this kid actually comes from an asteroid Oh yeah, an asteroid. I think it was six one two or six one eight or something like that. It, oh. The asteroid's name is such B six one two or something like that. Mm. So this kid actually was from asteroid, and uh, and they go along and they tell and the the boy tells his story to the prince. I mean to the pilot. Mm. So I'm going to leave out like most of the dumb stuff, mm. but I get to the main point lah. So this this boy has a rose, and on this on this asteroid, and he keeps this rose very well kept and all. But the rose is very narcissistic, mm. and uh, the rose doesn't really care for the boy and all mm. this. So the boy decides to leave the rose, and go on an adventure. How is the rose narcissistic? Well, basically, the, the rose like uh, only cares about its own needs. Like, says like, oh, you don't water me enough. You, you mm. know, you need. Oh, it speaks lah. Yeah. It speaks. Yeah, it speaks mm. to the boy. You don't mm. know whether how they speak lah, mm. but apparently they can communicate. Mm. So, the boy goes. The prince goes to different asteroids, mm. uh, and he explores like different asteroids one by one, and. Beautiful part about it, right? Each asteroid he ex- he finds a person, he finds someone on the asteroid. So, like example, the first asteroid, I think uh, he finds a, a king, mm. a king. So this king is just sitting on his throne and he's commanding like I I I want the sun to rise and all this. So mm. the prince thinks, oh, this must be a very powerful king. Mm. Uh, let let's stop him. And then the king tells him like, and the the boy asks him, I think that the boy wants the sun to rise. Mm. And then the king said, I command the sun to rise. Mm. And then the boy asks, when will happen? when the time that the sun supposed to rise mm. so in that way like the, and he, the boy starts to realize that the king uh, doesn't really have power he just commands things and it happens according to the time that already memang will happen like it already mm. supposed to happen mm. the king just assumes that he has power over these things because whatever he says happens mm. so he says the sun rise and eventually when the time for sunrise the sun will rise mm. so the king is in this delusion of power mm. and he thinks that he rules the world and he commands all the space and time mm. and So the boy gets fed up and he leaves, <laughs> and uh, he goes to this another one where he meets a narcissistic man. <laughs> this man that once only praise and admiration. He says that I'm so well dressed and all this, so you should praise my well dressedness <laughs> and my good looks. <laughs> and he's so self focused <laughs> and self absorbed <laughs> that the boy eventually can't take it and leaves. <laughs> I think he leaves like right away. Narcissist, <laughs> nah. Yeah. Then he goes to meet on a drunkard, <laughs> and this drunkard drinks to forget that he's drinking. What? Like he fo- <laughs> he drinks to forget his addiction of alcohol. Wow. Ah. So he's in this cycle of when like fighting fire with fire. Ah, uh, fighting fire with fire. Mm. Like this cycle, and he goes into this vicious cycle, and he's just like that, like mm. like perpetually drunk, mm. and 
just like in the days mm. and then uh, this, this, this is the one that I related to the most mm. the next one he goes he finds a businessman mm. and this businessman is sitting on his table mm. and he has a lot of charts uh, calculators mm. he's writing down stuff mm. and he's counting he's counting money mm. he's counting everything and the boy asks what are you doing so I assume like the guy is typing on his computer opening like Excel and, <laughs> and he's like and then the boy asks what are you doing so he said no I'm, I'm counting the stars I want to own them all mm. then the boy says you can't own the stars mm. then he said no I, I do own the stars I have them all on my piece of paper mm. then the boy says you doesn't mean you own the stars mm. but the man is so like obsessed with his train of thought mm. he doesn't realize that just because he counts the stars doesn't mm. mean he owns the stars mm. he's just in his own world of like you know He's, he's like materialistic la. Mm. he's trying to like uh, like you know in a pursuit of like wealth mm. so he's so absorbed in that pursuit of wealth and great wealth that he doesn't realize that what he's doing is actually not like mean, doesn't mean so much mm. yeah so then he goes to meet on a few more people la. I'm not going to go through all because it'll take mm. probably some time but it's a very interesting book yeah, yeah. yeah. do you want to finish the other two it's yeah like sure two sure. more asteroids yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, the next asteroid <laughs> is uh, like he meets his lamp lighter lamp lighter lamp lighter mm. so this this lamp lighter this way it does so he goes to light the lamp mm. he lights the lamp and then the he realizes goes. that it's already like daytime so ah. he shuts the lamp oh and then it's daytime again so he oh. lights the lamp and the reason why is mm. because his asteroid is so small mm. that day and night goes by in like seconds or minutes mm. so he's per- perpetually instead of developing a system, oh so these people mm. are on top asteroids mm. that are circulating the earth is it I don't know where they are. La. They don't yeah. specify the details. But they are on the asteroid. They are on the asteroid. So it's very uh, like... Vagional yeah. and all this. But it can't happen. Yeah. But that's... I think it's a metaphor for people living in their own worlds. Mm. And one is a narcissist. One mm. is a businessman who thinks he's a, you know, very important but mm. not really. Mm. One is a guy who's doing like meaningless stuff. Mm. And a king who thinks he got so much power over mm. his world but actually doesn't. Mm. That, he, that there's an authority greater than mm. him. And then... The, so this lamp lighter... instead of inventing a system or something that you know or just forget about the whole thing of lighting mm. the lamp mm. he just goes on this meaningless pursuit of lighting the lamp and, mm. and he does this for like eternity I assume mm-hmm. because he's doing it as the boy is there mm. and then the boy goes on to the final um, the okay. final uh, asteroid and mm. uh, he finds this uh, geographer mm. so the geographer the bar <laughs> not the bar <laughs> and he has a drink <laughs> it's like this geographer mm. this geographer is uh, he's basically writing down like describing the maps of places mm. but this geographer has never traveled to any of them mm. he's just someone who writes so how he knows what he's writing about that's why i don't know it it is probably specifies in book maybe i can't remember it lah mm. but he's just saying that he's never been anywhere he's never seen anything he just gives like this description of you know things that he knows about mm. so it's it's a feel it's allegory to like specialization like you know something like you talk about this and that and you have so much meaningless knowledge but mm. you don't have any practical application of the knowledge mm. that kind of thing so then he goes on and he finally goes to earth where he meets the pilot and then the story goes to this very beautiful ending mm. so probably not going to say because maybe who knows someone have, might have the pleasure of reading the book mm. but this is my favorite book probably mm. <laughs> um, I think everyone should do this thrice in their life mm. one as a child one as an adult and one mm. as an older adult mm. and they can find different meanings in it I think I want to read this book I will give it to you You have the book Physical book No <laughs> I, I, It was loaned to me by a friend mm. But I can download it On my Samsung Galaxy Tab A With my Moon Reader Plus <laughs> <laughs> Product Product <laughs> placement Product placement <laughs> <laughs> They should pay yeah. you <laughs> 
But yeah, that's the thing you should really look at this book. It sounds very very interesting. It's very interesting. It sounds like I could turn it into a movie. It's already a movie. It's already a movie. Yeah, yeah. It's actually coming out on Netflix. I think it hasn't appeared on our local Netflix. But I check it out. Oh, it's coming soon. I I think it's already on Netflix for some people because uh. <laughs> I see like reviews on it. Mm. But it's I, not available in our country. Yeah, it's, it's not available. <laughs> I think like I'm not sure to Netflix Malaysia. I'm sorry if it's not realistic. <laughs> if it's so open to me, but I think it's not available. Right. Keep checking Netflix whether it's on or not. It's called the Little Prince, also, right? Yeah, Little Prince. Yeah, yeah. It's animated. Actually. If it's already out there somewhere, mm. in, in some bin in Netflix, mm. we can somehow find it. We can somehow find it, although mm. by legal means. Mm. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. So that was my book, lah. I think it took quite long. No, really, it was interesting. Yeah. And uh, no, I really want to read this book because it sounds damn it. good. Yeah, and I think I recommend all our listeners to that. Just mm. have a read of this. It will yeah, change yeah, your yeah. perspective on a lot of things. Wow. And uh, it did, did it for me because mm. for me as an accountant, <laughs> I, I I like jive with the businessman mm. who's constantly counting counting things and mm. doing his Excel spreadsheets mm. and all. But end of the day, he doesn't own anything that he counts, mm. and uh, that's like something that humans need to remember, lah. Like you are just stewards for the thing that you have. You're not owning anything. Your life is like temporary, any. Mm. You're just taking care of it for the next generation, and for the next generation. And you just do it, so you do your best to multiply it. But remember that you don't own any of it, even in long in the big scan scheme of things. That's what you learned, lah. That's what I learned, lah. That's deep. Hmm. I must check this book out. Yeah, definitely. So what is our final category, Dharma? All right. So to our final category is Wrap something we both love, man. We grew up with this. Yeah. It's video games. What? Yeah. We both started with the PlayStation One. Yep. And until today, we have the PlayStation Four sitting in the hall. Yes. We graduated. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's start with you. What's your favorite video game of all time, man? My favorite game, video game of all time. You know this. We both grew up with this game. Yeah, it's Pokemon. Let me hear it, Robo Tom. <laughs> no, it's Pokemon. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> that game, I grew up. Yeah, I literally grew up with Pokemon. I so. You wanna know how I grew up with Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me tell you a backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to this me. is when I was not yet in school. Oh, mom. I was like. Tadika, I can say uh, kindergarten. Kindergarten. Not as in primary school, lah. Mm. I was maybe five or six. Okay. okay. At that time, my elder sister mm. goes to school. Okay. Okay. And at that time, also we had one of those fat white PCs, you know, Ooh. the old school PCs, the uh, fat ones. The desktops. The desktops, mm. the fat ones. Mm. So I had one of those. I remember this. It, you remember the PC, right? Yes. Yeah. So I had. If you don't, if you remember, I had the game called uh, Emulator King. Oh yes, yes. We used to play like Power Rangers and stuff. Power Rangers, like. oh, yeah. um, Zelda, yeah, yeah. Pokemon, and all that. But that's the first encounter with Pokemon. Uh. For me, lah. Yeah, yeah, for I me. For so. you, so right? Yeah, I had, uh. Uh, but not the same PC. I had one at home. Uh, with Emerald King also. I don't. Know, I don't know how I got it. I can't honestly can't remember how I got mm. it because I didn't have knowledge of downloading and ah, installing yeah. and all. Mm. But I had it somehow, mm. and I played like Red. Mm. Yeah, we had. They had Red, Blue. Uh. Right. Uh. And also Yellow. Yeah, yeah. I tried Yellow after the Red. Uh. Mm. So. That's where I met Pokemon. Yeah. So the catch is mm. about Emerald King. Mm. You can play. There's a lot of games. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, there's 150 games yeah, around yeah, there. Like there's yeah. Damn lot of games inside here, mm. and it's all emulated games, lah. Yeah. And so the catch is you cannot save. Yeah, I remember this. Ah. Yeah. So you can play any game, mm. but you can never save your progress. Mm. So if you want to finish the game, mm. you need to finish the game that day. Yeah. I think probably there was a way to save. It. Probably we didn't know it, lah. Maybe right. No, there is a way. Mm. I don't know. It, um, now I know because I have you know 
I became somewhat of a tech guy. Mm. So I really know I know how it works and yeah. stuff like that. But at that time, I don't know where it was. It was capable to do that. Yeah, yeah. Because emulators now you mm. can actually not save game still, mm. but you can save state. You can save state. Yeah, uh, you can save state and then press F one uh, and load the state yeah, like immediately state, where you uh, were. Yeah. 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 Uh, so not actually uh, saving in in the internal game. You're yeah, saving yeah. in the emulator's uh, emulator lah. You yeah, save yeah. the state of the emulator. Yeah, yeah. But I there's one know. emulator that you can actually save, like literally save it. There's uh, uh, this one. Now, now, it's the 3DS. The, 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 yeah, yeah, I think mm. it was 3DS. Because something. that one is a bit uh, different. I'm not sure how is the whole emulating part of it. Yeah, yeah. But somehow they managed to have uh, internal game saves. Mm. So um, I might be wrong. Maybe advanced game, advanced games now can save and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Because it's been a very long time since I played emulated games. Mm. But at that time, I'm not sure whether I can save state or not. But we're too young. We're five years old. We don't expect us to be tech <laughs> up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so... That's where I first met Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon Blue mm. and Red, and I played it, and I finished the game in one day. Mm-hmm. You know, every time mm. I'll play and finish the game. <laughs> I played, finished the game, uh, Blue, Red, and Yellow, mm. all in one day. But not no, all three games in one day. Uh, I mean, like three days, oh, three games. Three days, three games. Uh, and uh, that's where I fell in love with Yeah. I will play with. Uh, you know how the Pokemon works, right? Yes. With the three starters, <laughs> uh, and you pick one, uh, and then uh, so I actually did the, uh, Blue. I uh, know I did Red uh, with all three starters. Wow. So I finished the game with Charmander. I mm. finished the game with Bulbasaur. I finished the game with Squirtle. Mm. Yeah, so I'm then edited to Pokemon, mm. and after that uh, we got ourselves Game Boys. Yes. Right. You had the Game Boy SP, uh, and I had the Game Boy Advance. Mm. And then I remember that's where I really fell in love because the game became more beautiful. Uh, because yeah, at yeah, that time, yeah. Red and Blue, uh, it looked ugly. Yeah, uh, it was very pixelated. Very pixelated. And very basic. white space, mm. a lot of white space, yeah. and it's just bad, lah. Yeah, but the music yeah. was good. The music was good. Mm. Oh God, the soundtrack is good, mm. and also the story. That's mm. why you're playing it, not yeah. for the graphics. So for by the time we ever you no know, went to the game by advance, mm. the graphics became better. Give it uh, way better. Yeah, like Emerald. Uh, Emerald. I was yeah. thinking about that. Uh. That is the, my favorite Pokemon game. Yes, yes, me too. Uh, my favorite Pokemon game mm. is me too. <laughs> my favorite Pokemon game uh. is Emerald, uh. hands down. Hands down, yes. Best Pokemon game I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, there's also cheat Pokemon games. I like Pokemon Platinum. Uh-huh. That's also my favorite. Uh. Mm. So that's how I actually. You know why I like about it? Because mm. I grew up with it and it brings back so much memories. Mm. And you know, it's so nostalgic to me this game. Yeah, yeah. Because like until now, mm. the only reason why I'm not playing Pokemon Go, Pokemon now. It's because uh, you cannot emulate 3D, 3DS. Uh-huh. You can emulate... Uh, uh, what's another one? Uh, uh, forgot lah. I thought you can emulate 3DS. No, there's one... Black and it, white was 3DS. No, you, after uh, that, you cannot uh, emulate anymore. I don't know why. You switch lah, right? There's switch lah, right? I don't know. I, I think it's the more high high end uh, 3DS. Yeah, because we did play black and white. We really did play black and white, black yeah. and white 1 and 2. We stopped at XY. We stopped at XY. Yeah. The no. next one, there's no emulate. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is uh, Pokemon Aloha, uh, Sun, Sun and Moon. Sorry, Sun and, uh, sorry, it's a Sun and Moon. Yes, yeah, now it's Sword and Shield. Huh? Now it's Sword and Shield, right? Now it's Sword and Shield, right? Yeah, currently. Yeah. Currently, yeah, the latest one, the one with uh, what's the guy's name? The one like, with the swords, the funny swords. I don't even know currently <laughs> what is their starters and all yeah, that. Yeah. Stuff. But that is Pokemon, and then I wish Pokemon was real. Mm. If Pokemon was real, mm. I would pack my bag. Mm. I would go around the world mm. catching Pokemon, catching legendary Pokemon, mm. going with gym battles, mm. becoming like this dope ass guy with legendary Pokemon. You know? Yeah. Oh my god, that's the life. That's the life. I had this dream so when I was going, like especially yeah. when Emerald came out. Ah. Because even though like black and white and uh, the you know the newer ones are more complex in the story, there's yeah. more like elements to it. Yes. Like berry mixing and yes, yes. I think berry mixing started in Emerald though. Yes. Yes. And then uh, but Emerald is always that game that shifted from basic like battles to mm. like. A different aspect of battles, mm. like you know, there was the, the two map, or two. Uh, was it Emerald? 
two and two Pokemon. Yes, Emerald. Emerald Red. Mm. And then there was cast form that came out. The the Pokemon cast form where it changes. Yes, yes, the, the changes weather. the weather. Yeah, and then the weather aspect came into it. Mm. And all this like it really like gave a new dimension mm. to the Pokemon battles mm. because there's so many and news types, mm. fairy types, and all. No, Emerald doesn't didn't have fairy types. Didn't have fairy types, ah? Huh? No. Oh my gosh. Fairy types came in uh, <laughs> black. Really? Ah. That later. Late. Oh. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. What came that time? I think if I'm not wrong, mm. it was steel. Steel, maybe the steelix. Ah, uh, right? uh, I think steel or, uh, I think it was steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What came new was the EV evolutions. Yeah, yeah. Because in the beginning EV it was just three: Vaporeon, Jolteon, and, uh, and uh, what's the Flareon? Flareon, yes. Yes, and after that <laughs> there was the Espeon and all the others. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was a good game. But you got to tell me one thing, man. What? What's your favorite Pokemon? Who's my favorite Pokemon? Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry. These, these people have personalities. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, what's my favorite Pokemon, right? Mm. Of all time. <coughs> I am hard best in the world. I love Mudkip, you know that? Yeah, I know. Uh, so I have to be faithful to Mudkip. Mm. But if I were to cheat, <laughs> I would choose uh, Rayquaza. Whoa. Mm. I thought so you go there. Mm. Mm. I like Rayquaza, I like Mudkip. Mm. Mm. I feel Mudkip is my favorite. Mm. Mm. Mudkip is my wife. Like <laughs> and then my... My side side, side business is uh, Rekwaza. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Oh. You Chamander lah. Uh, yeah, Chamander. Uh, hands down. Like, hands down. Charizard is until today like my favorite. Yeah, Pokemon. I know that. Now, even when I play the Pokemon Hex that you can mm. download, I always go with like Charizard. No, I'll find Monkey lah. Uh. <laughs> Monkey is the strongest Pokemon to me. Really? Yeah. I feel Monkey is the strongest Pokemon. I like Charizard. Because you know why? Mm. You know how um, each element has its weakness and strength. Uh. Monkey is one of the few mm. that have uh, intersecting elements. Oh, he was both ground mm. and water. Mm. Where if you notice, uh, the weakness of ground mm. is water, and leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So he was ground and water. Uh. So whenever he battled um, fire, mm. he used ground because yeah. what's the weakness of fire? Ground. Yeah. So he he is basically has no weaknesses other than leaf. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah, that's what I like about him. Nice, nice. Let's do. So what about you? What is your favorite game? Hmm. My favorite video game. I think, uh, like like you, I also grew up with video games, <coughs> from PS to Nintendo, this and that, computer games as well. Uh, it's like Skyrim and all this. But if I had to choose one game, right, hmm. to, to be my favorite, I would go with Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, you know this. Yeah. Yeah, because Kingdom Hearts for me, right, it has this, this very, uh, this quality that makes it very endearing. Like. It makes it very uh, like nice to play lah, like you know the introduction of Disney characters mm. gives you a bit of a childhood um, throwback, throwback like mm. you know this uh, reminiscing quality and all this. And I like the storyline, but to be honest with you, right, the storyline is way too complex now. Now, like, like now, like, like you know, with the with the dream drop, uh, the whole thing, and uh, you know, with the organization X, the additional members. I thought Organization X was the one we played, right? Kingdom Hearts Three. Of course, there's Organization X in all of them, but mm. Organization X is still until today like central. Well, oh, now so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. The Heartless and all this. So, mm. it's just way too complex for me to wrap my head around because mm. it's a world in a world, and then there's the dream, and then mm. there's Roxas and Sora, mm. and the whole intersection storyline mm. between them. To me, I cannot really put my head around it. Mm. But at the time when you play that games, right? As mm. you're going through it, you sort of understand at the time, mm. and it makes it so immersive. 
and that the immersion is something that I really enjoy it like takes me away from the like the world and everything mm. like even though at that time I didn't have like super stressful problems mm. but I love that immersion factor in it mm. like you get really into it and you like you whenever there's a new world right you see some familiar character right mm. you see like genie from Aladdin mm. you see uh, princess jasmine mm. you see this and that sebastian from little mermaid you mm. hear little music for me all this is like super endearing la the That's new why. one mm. has toy story yeah i know and frozen, frozen. Yep. yeah yeah i know i watched and, uh, the, i think entangled Yeah, uh, you mean tangled? Ah, yeah, sorry. The the puns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw the few, few of those uh, yeah. screenshots and this mm. and that. Yeah, it's very interesting, but I haven't got managed to play it yet, lah. Mm. Yeah. So, but but yeah, that's my favorite game, lah. Oh, very nice. I like mm. the game too, but I wouldn't call it my favorite, lah. Mm. But it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, I love it very mm. much. Like you know, those factors that I said, lah. Mm. Like throwback factors. Mm. Same, lah. Similar to why I chose Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Almost same. Yeah, but I actually, if I could choose Pokemon, I would also, lah, because it's uh, you know. I, like you I also grew up with Pokemon yeah. play the cards play the cards and this and that okay I think we've been going on for Pokemon for quite some time right. I think <laughs> we, we can we wrap can talk, this episode up yeah I think if we could talk about Pokemon we could mm. talk about it for like an hour yeah something. because we're actually very passionate about Pokemon <laughs> yeah we're very passionate about Pokemon most of our friends know lah mm. but uh, yeah so I think we should wrap up this episode mm-hmm. like, what do you think about this I think it's a good episode uh, we got to know each other more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our listeners got to know each other more yeah. maybe you can ask yourself There's questions and ask the people around you as well. Same with the uh, the previous episode. Yeah, and then check out the stuff that we you know shouted out in this episode, like yeah. uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Little Prince, mm. Harry Potter. If you're not a beautiful mind, a beautiful mind. Check mm. out all this stuff. You just enjoy your MCU a little bit more. Yes, <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> right. This is Tennessee. Good night. Good night. <laughs>